This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Ah, it's the Steelers Blitz. On it, you like that was like a little Colin Coward. I, I, I did, I ah, did. Ah, it's the Hearn. It is, it is. I, I, I'm digging it. Ah, and- it's the Steelers Blitz. Wherever you may be, wherever you may be listening live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You know all the right, funny thing is though, I had Joy Taylor like voice stuck in my head all yeah. all yesterday. She's uh, yins are our yins are queen. Yes, Joy Taylor. Because on the other, when I was doing an interview with Zach, we actually played a little thing from Joy Taylor, and I just kept here. We kept playing it on replay, mm-hmm. and then you talk about Cotton. I was like, oh, all mm-hmm. right. Now he just reminds me of. Hi, it's Joy Taylor. I don't know. If, uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I bet you the majority of our listeners oh, don't, they don't know, know. Don't know that. Yeah. Um, Woody they, Hills, man. Yeah. Joy Taylor is is a born and raised Yinzer. She professes to be a Yinzer mm-hmm. on air on Colin Cowherd's so show. Graduated from Woodland Hills, yep. right here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, she talks about Steelers. how important she talks about mm-hmm. how important ketchup is to her as a Yinzer. Things yes. like that all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know a lot of you. You know, Cowherd he takes his shots at Ben Roethlisberger from time to time. So you probably don't like him, but you should at least like Joy Taylor. Yeah, Joy, cool, man. Born and raised Yinzer, and she and she reps it. She does on the show. She definitely reps it. Yes. Uh, Arthur Moat. Before we get to the tweets, mm-hmm. as we always do this time of day, I've got a surprise for you. I like surprises. I've got the return of an old friend here on the show. Three question Thursday. Well, hello, darkness, my old friend. Ooh. Hey, now. You know I've been missing you, babe. I ain't seen this fish in a minute. Yeah, hey, now. Hey, hey, all right, let's do it now. I'm Are ready. I'm books, ready. Three pack of questions, usually semi-sports related, but sometimes a little off the cuff for those of you unfamiliar. But fun nonetheless. All three of these, though, these are sports related, but they're like talking about sports without talking about sports, which is what Motes okay. and I like to do from time to time. Very true. My first one for you, Arthur Motes, is... I, I want to pick your uh, your brain as a guy who was, you know, a decade of NFL experience. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz today. I, I got into a little beef with some of my friends from Philly yesterday, okay? Y'all still think he better than Dak? No, no, no. Nothing oh, to do with that. Oh, I say, come uh, on, man. Carson Wentz had his introductory press conference with the Colts. This I don't know if it's happened yet, but it's this afternoon yes. sometime. It's all over Zoom, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there was no Philadelphia media allowed on the Zoom call. Just indie media and just national media. I could totally understand that. Same here. All my Philly brethren, Motsi, all uh-huh. the people that I worked with, all the Les Bowens and the Howard Eskins and all the people that I really respect and mm-hmm. that I had relationships out there and that have been covering the Eagles for as long as I've been alive, you would have you would have thought somebody shot their dog. I mean, they thought yeah. it was they thought it was the biggest disgrace ever that they don't get to talk to Carson Wentz on his introductory press conference when, mm-hmm. mind you, and here's what I was fighting with these people about. Motes, I remember when Donovan McNabb went to Washington, you know, the team formerly known as the Redskins. Ah, yes. I've heard of that team. His press conference in D.C. got absolutely hijacked by all the Eagles blowhards there who wanted Mm, to ask McNabb about leaving the organization and Andy Mm -hmm. Reid and all that stuff. That same thing would have happened. Yep. So I get it. Carson Wentz hasn't talked to the media for months. I get that the the Philly fan base and the media there wants answers from him in regards to Doug Peterson and everything Mm -hmm. that happened. I get that. But this is not the time and place to go there and to step on everybody in Indy's toes yeah. to on his first day officially with the new organization to try and ask him about all this stuff from the past. I thought they completely were missing the plot on that. Everybody in Philly who yeah. was complaining that they couldn't be a part of that Zoom call. And I just wanted your opinion as, again, the guy yeah. with the decade of NFL experience. For me, I, I can definitely see both sides. I've side more with you in terms of, dude, this is a new chapter for Carson. Right. If I'm Indy and I'm the Colts, why allow his first introduction to get off on the wrong foot, especially in a scenario where I can control it. 
we know after games you can't control who asks what and things along that. Well, typically you can't. Obviously with the Zoom element, you got a little bit more control on it. But typically those are when those type of stuff can happen, right? OTAs, training camp, you catch them at the locker room, you catch them at, you know what I mean, in one of those after practice scrums, like that type of scenario. But right here, if you're the coach, you have the opportunity to protect him and knowing how not only, you know, did he deal with some stuff physical, but we know emotionally. Like, right. it it took its toll on him. We could see that, especially later on in some of the comments that were made by him after the fact. If I'm the Indianapolis coach, I'm treating it just like that. I'm going to keep everybody's welcome except Philadelphia media because we know what this is going to turn into. But now if I'm Philly, I think it's a soft move because – Outside of McNabb, you don't hear this happening with any other quarterback. It's true. You think Matthew Staff, when he goes to talk to the Detroit Lions on his introductory press conference, or excuse me, you think um, Jared Goff, when he does his introductory press conference with the Lions, they're going to say, hey, no L.A. media? Or you think when Stafford is introduced with the Rams, they're going to say no Detroit media? No, no, no. But because it's Philly, and we know Philly is the big, bad media. who put the like gloves on. The oh, we got to protect them from his feelings. I'm, I, I, that's what I can see both sides. Because if I'm from Philly or if I'm a Philly fan, I want to hear why. I want to hear from you. Sure. sure. Oh, no, I, I want to know. I just don't think that this is yeah. the right time. But the reason They'll we, never get that but, right but, time, but, probably. Exactly. So yeah. my thing is this. It's never going to be a right that's time. That's true. You're always going to have that excuse of, well, it's the past now. Oh, we're still lingering. And then we should, well, two years from now, oh, y'all still hanging on to that? Yes, we are because you never addressed because it. Because you never said anything. Exactly. No, I, I, and I, yeah. I get that. It's not, just, it's not just media people in Philly who mm-hmm. want to hear from Carson Wentz. The fans do, yeah. too. What happened? What do you think with Howie Roseman? What do you yep. think about uh, Jeff Lurie? But you know, this is the problem, though, when you have guys that will treat it like this we'll make a little statement through the agent or leak a little information and then play hide and seek Correct. oh i didn't say it i'm gonna hide my hands here Correct. now we got this where okay we want answers we just want to know from you and, th- and and honestly if you're the coach if you wanted to meet in the middle you could have said okay who are the most highly esteemed Maybe like two or three. right because it's no different right you if you one if you were going to talk about your highly esteemed pittsburgh writers or interviewers you would say okay give me air bouchette all right, we might go Dale. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like Jerry or right, right, like, like, like you yeah. know, like okay, these are the guys, and I know what they're going to ask. I know their like, temperament, like right? When Mr. Rooney has his season exactly. ending, and they only invite yes. six or seven different guys. Yeah. So if I was the Colts, you could do it like that to meet in the middle. I think that that probably would have been the best case because it would make Carson Wentz look more like a man. Unless, like, he's hiding he's behind other people. Because yeah, that's sure. what it's been looking like. No, it, it definitely does. E- even I see when, that part of it. Even when he requested the trade, think about how he did it. It was so just like, all right, I'm going to let you say it. I'm not going to say anything publicly, though. It was though. very, I don't yeah, want to be the bad guy. The right. whole time it was very, I don't want to be the bad guy. Exactly. But it's like, you have to be the bad guy sometimes. You have to be honest. And sometimes you might think you're going to be the bad guy, and everybody else is going to actually respect you it's, a lot more it's for it. It's true. Because right like now, <laughs> right, right now, you look at him as like, like a sucker. Oh, look, he's on TV right look, now. Yeah, it, it That's look, a nice suit jacket. Yeah, but it looks like a sucker. It it, it's like, dude, you you, you nice scared. You, you can't talk to people. Like, you you only want to talk when it's when it's you know convenient for you. You when only want the parameters wanna, are, right. are perfectly defined. Right. You and, don't want to yeah. answer tough questions. You don't want to do the the tough. And if I'm a player, I'm just kind of like ah, I don't like that vibe all the no, way. I, I, I can get. But that. hopefully, hopefully, that. you know, through his play and his leadership, that will change. But if this is my first time, and this is one of my teammates, I'm just like. That's the leader right there. Like, I don't I don't really feel comfortable with that. I've never seen Ben duck away from the press conference. Not through my time, at least. You know what I mean? I think of these other guys I've been like, I never saw this guy duck away. I never saw that guy duck away. Even they they might say we only speak on certain days of the week, but they never, oh, block those guys out. They can't come in here today. No, no, we don't want to talk to them. 
hey, we only answering these style questions. Hmm. No, 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 man. You can't do that. That's that's a part of the process. That I is mean, part of the process. You're the quarterback. You're that's what you do. You got to answer the tough questions at times. It is what it is, man. Cool. But, yeah. No, it's, it's, it, I can definitely see both yeah. sides of it. I'm with, But I understand why Indianapolis oh, yeah, did yeah. what they did. 100%. Yeah. 100% understand it. But, like I said, from a national standpoint, I can see why no, makes they could have handled a little bit better. But if I'm Indy, I'm protecting him. You got to protect You got to. You got to protect right. him. Yeah. Uh, second question here on Three Question Thursday. Arthur Motes, your boy, LeBron James. Uh, you news, say Brian Brian? Brian Brian? Brian Brian? News broke this week that mm-hmm. LeBron James, uh, through Fenway Sports Group, which uh-huh. – Owns the Red Sox. Talk about it. Owns Liverpool. Uh huh. Not the Patriots. Not the Celtics. It's someone. But else. maybe the Bruins as well too. Hold on, we can find this out really quick. No, I, I know think... they own. I know they own obviously know, Fenway yeah. Sports Group. They own the Red Sox. Obviously, I know it's Liverpool. As they well. own Liverpool. Yeah. Obviously, let's see here. Um, Red Sox, Liverpool. Wow, they own Fenway Park and Enfield, Anfield as well too. And wow. then a bunch of. And then okay, then just a bunch of minor league teams. Some sports. So who networks. owns the Bruins then? The Bruins, I think, are like a Robert, like an independent owner, like a, like a, like a Robert okay, okay. Kraft type gotcha. guy. Yeah. So Fenway Sports Group, who LeBron has been involved with, they've been for, for a while now. For a long yeah, time, he's for, a while. for like nine, ten Liverpool, years. He's yeah. had he's had a very small stake in yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. Well, LeBron James is now becoming part of like like a vice chairman, yeah. right, of Fenway mm-hmm. Sports Group, which means LeBron James is going to be a partial owner of yes. the Boston Red Sox. Which had some hilarious reactions out of Boston yeah. because LeBron has owned them on the hardwood for a decade Absolutely. plus now. Absolutely. And they're not happy that this guy that they hate is going to be a partial owner of their favorite basketball They don't like favorite you ain't Kobe. Team. They don't like you like that. You ain't Kobe. Let's go, bro. So, Arthur Motes, I asked Yo, you. I love it. Who a is, who's move, a person bro. or two that you would never want to see as part of the Steelers ownership oh, group? Man, I feel like for me, Thomas... Brady, ah, he, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. That, that I mean, it, it, would that not be the equivalent? Yes. We, we talk about Brady, and we mention him as the goat, or if not, he's one of the goats, right? We speak of LeBron as what a goat or one of the goats. When we speak of Brady, it's certain franchises that we know he's terrorized. We happen to be one of them. Hmm. We know with LeBron, <laughs> one of the franchises he terrorized the with the Boston Celtics. It's like God, not only. Could I not beat him on the court? But now he's a part of my ownership group. So, essentially, he's a part of the group that cuts the check for me. Just think about how that makes you feel. Imagine I get my check and I'm like, oh, thanks, Thomas, Edward, Patrick, Brady, and company. Thanks. I appreciate you. That, that, that's a boss move. I think that's a good uh, call. That's, that's a boss move. I like it. I think that's a good call. I just I, – I, I understand why they can't do this, but I think that's, like, the next step, though, of, like, in terms of him being able to – start owning like NBA teams as well because that's the rule right now like you can't be a current player right. and own a team you can't do the Mario Lemieux thing right right yeah. or even in the WNBA because uh, there's one uh, WNBA chick she okay. actually had to retire because LeBron helped her be a part of the ownership group gotcha. to, to become an owner okay. of her team yeah okay. so I was like that would be dope but you it's can't like Holmes is part of yeah. the ownership but for the Royals right because obviously you think about the conflict of interest if sure, a current sure. player is a part of the ownership group of that team, the UK, that blurs the lines too yeah. much. I wonder if anybody other than Lemieux has done that in the major I sports don't know. leagues. Yeah, because that's crazy. That's weird. You you're like you want to know something really weird? So Wayne Rooney, who mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know, I know Wayne, yeah. he's older in his career now. He plays mm-hmm. for Derby County, which yeah. is a second tier English team now. Okay, but he's the manager and a player. So he's like the head coach yeah, and still and plays. Play. Yeah. So, and and like at the end of this season, you know, he's going to retire and, and he's going to do the full time manager. Yeah. But it's like. That, you don't see that very often. For me, it's like 
you have to be in a good headspace oh, yeah. to be able to have that much power as a player. Like Lemieux was forty in his forties. Yeah, because like think about on a day to day, if we have a disagreement, right? Who's gonna win? I have the power to not only bench you, I can get you out of yep. here. Like just like yep. that's a I lot. I can take away your playing time. I can and, get and, you out and, of here. And think yeah. about if you're competing against a guy every day for uh, how many months, you're gonna get into it. Some of my closest friends, man, we've come to fist fights. Mm-hmm. I had locker like that you do. I share a locker with. Man, him came to blow so much. They stopped practice one day and it was like, yo, is this personal? Like, what's going on? Right. Like, nah, it's one of them days. We yeah. gotta, you gotta get it off yeah. our chest. We good. Yeah. We get done. You shake Imagine hands. It's all up. With the guy who's but, your coach right, is right, or your owner is right. Too. Because literally, once we can't, like, once they shut it down and sent this both home, it was like, imagine if I'm the owner now. Oh, I'm making a call. Or imagine if you're or fighting he, like that right, with Mike Tomlin. Right, or he's like, you can't do that, man. No. no. <laughs> Crazy, Tom Brady, man. Tom Brady's a great answer. I had I had three on my list. Okay, <laughs> Tom Brady was one of them. Mm-hmm. Vontez Perfect mm. was another one. On site, he can't. Ah, uh, can't, can't have that. Nope. And the third one. Bob Nutting. Ooh. Oh, no, I did. Oh, yeah, I went there. You wow. Oh, I went there, Arthur Muggs. I don't blame you. Right? That's a good one. I huh? definitely. For, for other reasons. For other reasons. I definitely don't blame you. <laughs> God, you cold-blooded. Oh, my Lord. Are you doing it? Some, sometimes, just... to... sometimes I got to do it Bow! to him. Shots fired. Sometimes Bow! I got to do it to him. My man Bob just chilling. Got hit with a straight today. Who would have thought? Coming from Stiller Nation. Oh, Lord. <laughs> We love you, but I got my pirate hat on today too, man. Thank you do, girl. actually. Most is wearing a pirate hat today. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> Bob got hit with the stray. Pew oh. pew pew pew. Are there most three question Thursday oh, question man. question number three? This one's real simple, but I just want to know who's winning the national championship. Who's cutting down the nets? Well, since I'm in here with my WU brother, Ooh. I will go with my WU bracket. Because I have two brackets. I've told you I got two brackets. One of them definitely has Oklahoma State winning, and one has WU winning. And I've told you off the mic the reason. I like it. So anybody that's been following WU and Oklahoma State knows that these teams have played multiple times this year. The two times they've played, one has – you know, ended in overtime with Oklahoma State winning, Mm -hmm. and then one ended with them winning at regulation. Mm -hmm. But in both of those scenarios, WU – Appeared to be the better team. They just lack execution at the end of the game. Hey, you said the it. The last not me. like one to two minutes of the game. You said it, not me. And, and you know how I feel. I, I love my basketball. I love my basketball. That's the only sport I'll, I'll even coach right now. It's basketball. That's, That's right. it. You do coach basketball. So it's like you you see that, and I'm, I'm asking myself like, all right, is it Oklahoma State has WU's number, hmm. so they beat them twice and they'll get that third one when they face off in the Which elite. Is how eight. we know that works right. sometimes in sports, or is it? Just the the law of averages. Man, you're not going to beat this team three times when the teams are that evenly matched. So that's why I'm torn. And so literally I had to create two brackets because one bracket I have, WU beating them. And another bracket I have, Oklahoma State beating them. But I wish it was like one is on one side of the uh, the field and one was on the other side. I didn't have to worry about it. But such is life in 2021. Yes, it is. But what say you, my friend? Are you going W or are you going like, I don't know, Illinois? Gonzaga. I think I'm going Gonzaga. They just Gonzaga just feels like a team of destiny to me. Yeah. You know? I I think my I think Dub V has a shot. I got him going to the Elite Eight. So okay. I think that, I think they've got I think we've got a shot. Um I like Oklahoma State like you. I like Oklahoma I think, State a lot. Though, I bro. think Baylor's really good because they they're just so deep at guard. And you and I have discussed mm-hmm. here on the show in times where we've talked about college basketball, how important guard play is in March. Especially tournament time. Yeah. Especially in tournament time. Um, but I, I I think I'm going with Gonzaga. It just feels like they have 
they've taken their lumps for they've been so close you know uh what 2016 they go to the final four and 2019 they lost in the national championship game or 2018 whenever yep. it was it just feels like they have they, they've taken their lumps now it's time for them to get over the hump uh i'm going with gonzaga I like it. I like it. A little chalk there, but I whatever. Sti- I still like Michigan. I like Michigan too. That guy that they, that inj- was injured for them is a big loss. Yes, yes. Big loss. I like Michigan. I like George. I like George trying to make noise. I don't think they'll make it, you know, to to like the championship. But I like them to make yeah. noise. They're hot right they now. They are man. hot right now. Oklahoma State's really hot right now too. Oklahoma That's a good State pick is, by you. Like the reason with Oklahoma State, why I picked them, not just the WU matches, but think about this last like. Three weeks of ball. Oh, with they've, been the, on they've went through murderers row. Cade Cunningham in terms been, of he's gonna be the number one overall pick in the draft. You, I think. You, they're literally they've been going against top five teams. <laughs> and, they've and been so, running that Big Twelve. Yeah, gamut, absolutely. Yeah. So to see them survive that, yeah, I'm just like, yo, this is a hardened group right here, man. I, I'm with you on that one. And, Lo- and really young team, it, and they have figured it out. But as you the saw the, on. the one time when they beat the second time when they beat WU, they didn't even have their star player, the star uh, freshman. Mm-hmm. So to see them do it without him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that speaks volumes. It does. That's, they got that's a very deep they're team, They're coming man. together. They're, yeah. they're peaking at the right time. You know who's liking all this Oklahoma State praise? If uh, Thomas Chapman is listening uh, from Steelers PR. He's a cowboy grad. He's See, like, I, 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 the only Okie State guy I got is uh, my man Thermon. Thomas. Yep. Yeah, that, that, that's yep. my only dude. Yeah, I don't know if Oklahoma you knew that yet. Thomas, ties, man. Thomas yep. from the Stillers organization that's from the PR though, department is, is an Oklahoma State grad. Uh, Motes, the national championship game is on Monday, April 5th. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to put this out here right now. If your prediction is correct, if WVU wins the national we championship. We're not going to be here. We're going to be in wherever the championship's at. Uh, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I might be face down in a ditch somewhere. I'm <laughs> with you. I, I, listen. There's no show on Tuesday I if can, WVU wins the national I championship on Monday. I can assure you. If they are in the national, they don't have to. Go, if they go to the final four, we are going to be somewhere blacked out. Like, woo, yeah, Morgantown, West Virginia. I, I, I'm telling you now, I, we clear the schedule. I'm going. You're not going to leave me this time. That's always been my greatest yeah. debate: is if WVU was in a national championship game in college basketball and college football, would I want to be at the game or would I want to be in Morgantown? And I think the answer is in Morgantown. Morgantown, definitely, <laughs> especially in a pandemic. Well, yeah, especially being, now. being Morgantown during yeah. a pandemic because you're gonna we're gonna really. Like I say I, I'm I'm throwing we because I'm going to be there know, with you. You're I mean, not I've going tr- to leave. I've been me. Trying to get you to Morgantown, we almost uh, listen, put it off last yeah. year or was it two, two years? Two ago? Two years ago, yeah, two yeah. years ago for the uh, the JMUW yep. game. Yep, but yeah. you had some coaching stuff that, that I, came I did. Up. Yeah, yeah, see, so, but, but that's good. That's good. You're a good listen, coach. Good for a fact, devoted father and coach there. Final four. I'm with you. I'm even tempted to go elite eight. I just need them to get to the to the nice rounds because hey, Indy's you, only a five hour drive. Because this, this so, so, ninety minutes. So this is the this the only reason I got to make sure it's one of those bigger ones because I got to be able to tell wife, hey, look, bae, I'm gone. West needs me, but West needs me, and this is why. If I'm hitting her with the oh, bae, you know he went to the Sweet Sixteen. She's like, ah, uh, I mean that's cool, I guess. But 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 it's got to be bae. It's elite eight time. Oh yeah, we in there. Quick, okay, quick side story. You'll love this. W shirt too. I wear the shirt. What, oh, I know you. I'll get, I'll get you. I'll, I'll be decked out. Baby. I'll be decked out. Um, one of my best friends. His name's Mike. His dad. Mike! His dad has like so. If you know Adrian's Pizza in Wexford, that's his dad is Adrian. He used to own Milano's down on Fifth Avenue. Mm-hmm. He's he's like a he's one of the best pizza guys in Pittsburgh. He's got a crazy story. His so Adrian's parents were from Italy and then they moved to Argentina. So my buddy Mike, <sighs> his his dad, who's the pizza guy. Isn't like immigrated to the United States from Argentina, mm-hmm. but has a lot of Italian heritage. Okay, so he loves soccer, obviously. Absolutely. Are no, no not soccer, football. 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 When the World Cup came to the United States in the early '90s, mm-hmm. 
Argentina was obviously there. Diego Maradona was still playing. Yeah, yeah. This is no joke. My good friend Mike, and Mike might be listening right now. He's a loyal listener of the show. Uh, His dad, Adrian, in the early 90s, shut down the pizza shop for like three weeks and followed Argentina and Maradona all across the country. No, and this is before cell phones. This is you before how all that. Crazy he would that call. Be, he would bro. call his wife like once or twice a week and be like, "Hey, babe, I'm in Houston. I'm oh safe. I love." Shut down the pizza shop for almost a month to follow Argentina and Maradona across the United States. The best part is, wow. his wife was at home with two young kids, <laughs> so he shut down the pizza Whoa. shop. The toddlers at home. One man shut said, down his whole he said, life. He said, "Babe, I'm going to follow Argentina and Maradona." Mozi, that's gonna be me to Morgan if WVU Do what? <laughs> I love it. Isn't that a great I story? Love it. I guess I love it 100%, man. I'm with it. All right. Well, there's our three question. You Thursday. know my rooting interest this weekend. Just, just so everybody know. I just need hey, get get to them nice rounds for me. That's right. I'll even drive. I don't care. I'll drive. I'm not driving. Yeah, we good. I might need you to drive. You know, I might be doing. Hey, hey. You kicking know, what? back some coughs no, 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 in, you, the, you, in you, the passenger you, you seat. You know how you're supposed to do it. It's 2021. We calling Ubers and Lyfts. That's we true. Ain't tripping. Yeah, you ain't, yeah. Yeah, we'll get an Uber to take us to Morgantown. We'll get a car it's, service. It's only eighty minutes. Listen, as much oh. as you make, we car servicing yeah, it now, man. Not. Oh, and that yeah. stim, that Stimmy's hitting too. Absolutely, soon, so just... Stimmy hitting, tax return hitting, man. We ain't car service. <laughs> white, white white glove top hat. You know, do it nice for us. <laughs> All right, but see, we got a bunch of tweets here. Let's roll through these these tweets here. Uh, Keith says, "Go Hoyas." So it looks like okay, we got okay. a like Georgetown it. fan picking up on I'm what you're putting it, down there. Absolutely. Uh, Steeler bomb says. Would you rather be on the – would you – uh? oh, wait, hold on. Oh, okay, okay. Would you, <laughs> I was like, oh, you go, go ahead. Would you rather have been uh, on the North Shore when Mazeroski hit the home run to beat the New York Yankees in Game 7 of the World Series in 1960? Now, technically that happened in Oakland at Forbes Field, but I get what you're saying yeah, because yeah. PNC Park is on North Shore now. That's what tripped me up there for a second. Or be in Three Rivers during the Immaculate Reception. Immaculate Reception, for sure. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. That Mazeroski moment is an iconic moment, for sure. I think it's still, to this day, the last walk-off mm-hmm. Game 7 World yes. Series winner. Mm-hmm. 60 years, 61 years ago. Iconic. Iconic. Yeah. But I, I'm immaculate. As, as, as anybody who's listened to this show knows, Moats and I aren't well, – I'm not a baseball hater. I just don't love it like I love football and basketball and hockey and soccer. Yeah. Immaculate reception, for sure. I, I felt like my crowd would be the immaculate reception crowd. They 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 look a little rowdy. Yeah, I, I, I would have been in it with the little That's Franco's I mean. Italian. Going I would have had the helmet Dude, on. Those like were the glory yeah. days. Everyone's there yeah. drinking Budweisers and smoking cigars and like yeah. those are the glory days, man. It, it, that would have been it, so it, it, much been, fun. Yeah, it'd have been wow. That would have been yeah. so much. Okay, so in Pittsburgh sports history, mm-hmm. I think we we might both agree immaculate reception number one in terms of want to be there. Okay. If not, what's what's the other one for you? I'm biased. You already know. I'm going Christmas, December 25th. You want to be like as a fan though. Well, as a fan and as a, I mean, I actually got the experiences as a, as a fan. But that's what I mean. Would what, you want to experience? But, but this is what like I'm saying. Like, I, I technically did get the experience from the. I was on the sideline. They was on offense. That's true. It was crazy. That's true. Best in the house, and I know how that felt. I can only imagine if I had some, you know, some some adult hydration drinks in my system, and I'm surrounded by the seventy thousand that was in attendance. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was a night. That was crazy. Crazy. So that's that's always number two for me. I'm biased. But then, no. I, I mean, you can't go wrong with the uh, Troy, though. It's a great one. Yeah. It's a great one. It's an ace championship game. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that mm-hmm. one either. That looked like 
just bonkers. That, that's the first one that I thought. That Troy with the, the pick six to seal. And then yeah. I also thought, like, maybe one of the the first, like, Penguin Stanley Cup round. You know, like, mm-hmm. when, when Lemieux scored one of those big goals or Yager scored one of yeah. those big goals in the early 90s. Like, like something like that. But, yeah, Mazeroski, certainly. Mm-hmm. You know what I would like to relive again, too? That blackout oh. game in 2013, the wild card game against the Reds. Mm-hmm. Where Cueto dropped the ball. And, oh, no. pandemonium on the North Shore. <laughs> Uh, TC says, I do hate Colin Cowherd. He's flat out wrong on his predictions, and instead of owning it, he just goes after and Ben and the Steelers like it was their fault. He was so wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Colin Cowherd is like Chris Collinsworth, Moats. Mm. It doesn't matter if you're yeah. in Pittsburgh, if you're in Philadelphia, yep. if you're in Dallas, if you're in Chicago, everybody thinks that that guy hates their team. <laughs> uh, the lit one. I mean, that means he's doing a good job, though. That does mean he's doing a good he's job. He's doing a good job. Joe Buck's like that, too. Yes. Everybody, it doesn't matter where you go. Everybody thinks Joe Buck hates their team. Yep. <laughs> I think Joe Buck's awesome. Mozi, the lit one. Lit, 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 lit. Rebecca says, I'm here for the hoops talk in the Berg. Let's go. Now we're talking. Let's go. Now we're talking. What Juju been hating a core for? Says, I've got WVU going to the Final Four. Shout out to NSU. I spent time at the Naval Hospital in Portsmouth. Oh, that's that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the crib. That's the hometown. He said, was that the place you were born, Moats? No, so I was born at a CHKD, Children's okay. Hospital of the King's Daughter. So that's right downtown. But you North know where the Naval yeah. Hospital is. Dude, my crib, like where I grew up the majority of the time, like once I went to high school, sure. that's probably like 10 minutes from there, tops. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, Why Juju Ben Hayden, the core four, says, now to the football. Uh, what's the deal with Tyson? Are they that confident in Bugs to fill that role? This year seems way off. It it is. It doesn't seem way yeah. off. It, it is way off. It, it is very I mean, much they, way off, man. Like like we talked about, a lot of the bills have come due. You combine that with the pandemic, it, and it unfortunately it it does feel off. Certainly. You know what? I, I'd be interested to know, Motsi. You know, it, it, he asked, are they confident in Bugs to fill that role? I would love to be like a fly on the wall on the south side. And know who they're higher on, Isaiah Bugs or Carlos Davis. That's what I would really like to know. Yeah. Uh. I mean, both of them are intriguing. I do think Bugs gives you a little bit more potential just because of the pedigree associated with him. Remember, this is a guy that some people had first and second round grades on. The knock was the motor. The knock was, is he a guy that is going to play hard for four quarters and things on that nature? Never was a talent thing. Correct. Whereas with Carlos little bit different just from an athletic ability standpoint and stuff like that but um that's gonna be interesting though man but I, I that was a tough one too man seeing Tyson leave but it's you gotta think it, it would be the equivalent of Vince Williams going somewhere now for two years balls out there people love him but then he comes back to Pittsburgh right like he started his career that he was drafted there spent his first seven eight years down there got roots down there you know what I mean yeah he's only here for two so even though the money wasn't as crazy it's like that sometimes it's hard sure. to, to turn that down, For sure. Man. Uh, TC also added, I missed this, would have to be being at Mario Lemieux's comeback game in 2000 mm. when he came back out of retirement. Yeah. Uh, you know what was good about that? I was at a, I was playing a hockey tournament in Toronto. Ooh. My dad and I watched that game at the Hockey Hall. They have, like, a theater at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Serious. And for a lot of times, like, when Canada's in the Olympics, right. things like that, they'll let people come in and watch And it. just watch it right. Wow. And so the Penguins were playing the Maple Leafs in that game. The game was here in Pittsburgh, uh-huh. obviously. But I was in Toronto with my dad for a hockey tournament. We went to the Hockey Hall of Fame to watch the game That's with nuts. a bunch of Leafs fans. But it was really cool because yeah, like, they, all, they yeah. all loved Mario. I mean, you know, right. they're Leafs fans, but they were all so yes. you know, Mario's like their, their Mario's national, one of yes. their national heroes. Absolutely. So that uh, that was really. Who do you think cool. is bigger up there, Mary or Sid? I think it depends on the area. 
You know what I mean? Because they're from different different yeah, provinces. Very true. Very true. Like when you get to like the Montreal area, right, it's right. definitely Lemieux. Okay. You know, because he's more the French Canadian. Yeah. Uh, when you get like Nova Scotia area, it's definitely, definitely Sid. Sid. Okay. I'd be interested to know like Toronto, Ontario yeah. area. Because I always think about that. Because like if we're talking about just America, right? We don't have to ask what region you're from. If we're talking biggest basketball player right now, we're going to say LeBron. Right. Or you can get the older people to say Jordan, right? right? right. So that's why I'm always like, man, how do they view those guys across the border? Like, is it the same type of conversations and debates as we have in the States? I mean, they were, I mean, it's crazy to be icons like that, though. <laughs> it really is. Jared says, I say we have Bugs and Davis fight for it. Ah, we're going to have trials. Well, they already had the uh, exhibition fight, remember? They had the one more round. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot about that. I, I'm going to say, yeah. Oh, I, I, no. Yeah. So maybe we will see some fireworks. I was about to say. Maybe we will see some fireworks. So, so as I was talking about that story earlier when I said me and my brother, we fight to the point where you got to separate us at times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That can never happen. Well, actually. I love it when a story comes together. Thrash wants to know what happens first, uh, another restructure of a contract or an outside free agent signing? Um... Where are we currently at from a number standpoint? I feel like we're right up against it if I, I think still we got remember. Like $5 million in space, but like yeah. we talked about, you still got to sign the draft. Right, picks. that's what I'm saying. We're right up against it. That's what I mean. So I think you'd have to restructure again before they bring in somebody else. That, that That's my mindset right now. I agree. Uh, Don Juan sa- says, Happy belated to you. Oh, shout out. Appreciate and wants you, baby. to know about we, uh, I guess the Broncos just officially parted ways with Philip Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And Don Juan says, as a shout to Moats, you know, Philip Lindsay had, doesn't have a fumble in his career. He's harkening back to Very the Very true. Uh, maybe. Like, if it was just completely prices right, dirt cheap, maybe. But well, I, I think I I've already know. said this before. I'm not a Philip Lindsay guy. I know you're not a yeah, huge he, fan. He reminds me of Melvin Gordon. They they yeah. don't have the burst that I like. And per they're not se. the bell cow right. type. It's like if you're going to be undersized, I want you to be able to have that gear, that that scary gear. Yes. Right now, like they, Chris Johnson, right, like Willie Park. Those two guys remind me of like smaller James Conner types, like effective, good reading of the whole patient and things like that. Obviously, they've been able to stay on the field a lot longer. But as a whole, I just I don't like their style personally. I I'm with you. Yeah, I, it's, it's I don't know. They just seem like watered down Sprite. Like it's still good. It's still Sprite, but it's not like it doesn't hit the same. It don't way. hit the same. You know what I mean? Like it's cool, and I don't really want that right now. <laughs> All right, last but not least, here we're up against it for the break. But we will sneak in uh, the three pack of questions quickly from our buddy me. Shout out to me. Me says, gents, number one, is quiet news on Juju good news or just delaying the inevitable? We both think, we kind of talked about that a little yeah. bit, delaying the inevitable. Just delaying the inevitable. Yeah. I will say, the, the longer he's still out there, it's it's definitely more likely that he comes back. Right. But, but I'd still go with delaying the inevitable. But the, the biggest reason why we still don't see it happen is if he were to come back in your Juju, you're coming back on, what, a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. We don't have the cap space for one-year deals right now. That's true. One-year deal That's means true. it all counts on this year's cap. So it can't be a one-year $5 million prove-it deal when you only have $5 million available to you right now when you still got to sign your draft picks and things like that. We, we, so you can create another issue by either restructuring or releasing someone else, but is Juju that much of priority to the Steelers knowing that you have Deontay, knowing that you have Chase, knowing that you have James Washington as well, and that you're more than likely going to draft somebody? Ian Rappaport, it's, it's funny how this works sometimes. Here we go. Just tweeting two minutes ago, Juju and the Jets are in the midst of conversations. 
So like again, by the time you're listening to this podcast, this could all Probably change. Probably be a deal by then. He yeah. could be in the in that green. You know, remember Booby yeah. Miles said, "I'll play for anybody, but not for the Jets," because I ain't wearing that green. Can't do that. <laughs> it looks like Juju and the Jets uh, could have uh, a relationship here soon. That is just breaking. Um, shout out to my buddy Mike, Pizza Shop Mike, that I was just talking about. Yeah. Was the one who, who just texted and said Juju's talking to the Jets. Uh, second question from me. Uh, uh, he wants to know from you. Me wants to know from you what was the origin. <laughs> of, what was the? That's why it tripped me up there like, for what? a second. What was? Uh, what's the origin of Don't Cross the Moats? Oh, so uh, Don't Cross the Moats started out my rookie year, um, during the preseason up in Buffalo. I wasn't having a great preseason. In fact, this was my worst training camp, worst preseason of my life. But I happened to be leading the league in tackles during that preseason. So I would miss a lot of assignments, but I was always around the ball, always sure. making tackles. Ball hawk. And the radio guys, the local like Buffalo radio guys would be like, yo, that's most, most. Don't cross the moats. Gotcha. So they just kept saying nice. it, right? Awesome. So it was kind of catchy. Season starts, it dies down because early on I wasn't playing that sure. much. Sure. Brett Favre play happens, right? Get the big hit. Uh, a week later, he doesn't start. So ESPN. First time since non right. start. First time in like 20, it was like 20, it was this crazy. It's like 200-some games, yeah, wasn't it? 297 games. So it was like this crazy span, like this crazy span of time. So obviously him not starting is a big deal. ESPN, Sage still actually was just on the TV. They're like, yo, she wants to do an interview with you in the morning to talk about this. So Sage still, and uh, I think it was Linda Cohen, she was up there okay. as well. And literally in the midst of this conversation, they're like, yeah, so what have some of the people been calling you? And I was like, well, you know, my older team is they call me the legend killer. I've heard guys say Wrangler, man, but (laughs) I like to just go with don't cross the moats. And from there, it went crazy. And literally, like, social media was still getting big. Like, Twitter and stuff was sure. getting big. That was right at the time we right. started. So, like, I, I tweeted it out, don't cross the most. And then from there, like, people just kept running That's with awesome. it. Later that year, because obviously the far fit happens, I think, in uh, November time frame, right? It was later, right? was later the in the season. Second half of the season, So, yeah. as soon as the season ends, I go and get it tattooed on my back. Don't cross the most. Get this big, like, picture and stuff. I tweet the picture out. People went nuts on it again. I so, from it. there, it just That's went. Awesome. And I was like, you know what? It's catchy. I like it. It's nothing those malicious. The, so Those are the best kind of nicknames, yeah, man. the ones that just happen organically. And it wasn't so – I didn't give it to myself because, you know, that's one of our rules. You can't no, give you yourself can't. a nickname. Absolutely not. None yeah. of my nicknames Remember, are self-given. We've, we've lectured Adam yes. Crowley about that before. None of my nicknames are self-given. None of them. <laughs> Same so, here. So, yeah, man. Same so, here. to see, you know, it, it take off the way it did. And, I mean, obviously, I still rock with it to this day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's an awesome feeling. It but is. that's it's how cool. it started, man. Uh, a a bad preseason. I don't think I knew that. But that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a good story. Just don't cross the most. Oh, there don't he is again on another tackle. Don't cross the most. Literally, I would have games where I'd have 10 tackles and 10 missed assignments. Blown coverages. It was bad. <laughs> Last one here from me to get us out of here. Uh, me now he had a question for you he's got a question for me <laughs> and and remember I know you know this I think some people know this me is a hockey goalie yes uh, you know grew up playing hockey plays goalie now I think in an adult league as well too so me says all right for you Westman as my fellow hockey player what's your favorite goal you've ever scored the next one no I'm, I'm, I'm just I like kidding. it that's, I like it I like it I like it always the cliche yeah, answer. You know, what's your favorite goal you've the, scored the, the next, next one the, I think it's Cristiano Ronaldo who always I think said, so yeah, like, yeah one of those uh-huh. famous the people or Alexander Ovechkin like somebody always says that even though it comes one. up as a Zlatan type comment Zlatan. maybe it is Zlatan it, 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 although see, he's on our naughty list we, we don't talk about him right now my favorite goal I've ever scored 15th birthday it was my 15th birthday um, my cousin Jared, my older cousin Jared, who's like my best friend, it was the first time he ever came to one of my games. We're in the championship semifinal. We're playing the amateur Penguins, who are now Penguins Elite, but mm-hmm. they used to be called the amateur Penguins. I played for North Pittsburgh. They were our biggest rival. 
It's the semifinal game of the championships, right? We're down a goal, Arthur Motes. Uh-oh. With 90 seconds left, and one oh. of my teammates takes a tripping penalty. So we're down one. And you we're and short-handed. Yep. There's 90 seconds left. It's doom and gloom, right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, the good news was we could we could we ice got the west. puck. We could, oh, we you got, got west. west. Yeah. You could ice the puck, right? When you're shorthanded, you can you could chuck the puck uh-huh. down the and other corner ice. No yeah. problem. So our coach lays out this plan, right? Here's what we're gonna do: faceoffs in our own zone. We're gonna win this thing. We're gonna wheel it around the boards, right? We're gonna pull the goalie. And then mm-hmm. it's gonna be five, and you guys gotta keep that thing in. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and we're gonna, you know, firehouse hockey here. Yeah. So that happens, right? We win the faceoff. We get the puck. We dump it down. We pull the goalie. Right? There's some some play in the zone. They bring it back into our zone. They have a chance to score. They miss the net. The puck wheels all the way back down. Right? One of my teammates like hammers it in the neutral zone oh, into their end. He's on the right wing side. Okay. Plays this puck into their zone. I'm on the left. I'm the left defenseman. Uh huh. This puck, he he hits it so hard, it wheels all the way around the back of the net, okay? Oh, it's coming right to you. And so I come charging up, and I barely get yeah. across the blue line. And without even – I mean, there's 27 seconds left on the clock. Without even looking at the net or anything, I just as hard as I could hammered a one-time slap shot off the oh. boards, and it went five-hole on the goalie. 20 seconds, 27 seconds left, wow. shorthanded. My family there to see me play for the first Legendary time. Legendary And then we won in overtime and ended Legendary up winning the moment. championship. So that would be my favorite goal that I've ever scored. That's that's legendary for my for my you know for my look back there at nostalgia. But yeah, just because it was it was first like time my that. my cousin my best friend had ever seen me play. It was my fifteenth birthday. It was against our rivals. Shorthanded, all that stuff. Dude, that's epic though. That's the one that comes to mind. I like that. Yeah, I mean it's not as epic as your sports stories, Arthur. It's not as epic no. as taking down Brett Favre. But you know we we all gotta work. we got to work with what we got. I like it. <laughs> Mozi, this I is like a fun show a today. We you better believe it, man. Uh, we'll be back next week when again. I'm sure we'll have some resolutions on mm-hmm. Juju, on all this stuff. More moving and shaking. And we'll WVU be, better still be playing. And WVU better still yes. be playing. That's not, hey, you were telling no lies there. Everybody enjoy the madness this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we'll be back next week to discuss it all. You know when to find us. High noon on Tuesday. And as always, same place on your 24-7. Home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.